Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. you but i've been with jesus all day long amen we used to sing that song all day long i've been with jesus amen it has been a wonderful day hallelujah and i just love i love hanging out with the lord amen i don't always um accomplish that amen but today was one of those days it's like what do you want to do lord talk to me amen let's hang out what 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 do you want amen so i i'm just privileged and blessed to be in the house tonight amen midweek midweek amen to plug in and to fill up amen and to just get stirred and and encouraged or or you know confronted amen hallelujah whatever it is that we came in for whatever it is that we need the lord has it and he will provide it and he will bring it in the measure in the method that you need from the lord amen because we're all different amen we all learn different we're all in different places of growth amen and so he will meet you right where you're at tonight amen so lord thank you father that the word of the lord there's bread in this house lord god and you've come to feed us tonight lord god thank you for the word of the lord that it is going to be preached oh lord and god you watch over your word to perform it god you watch over your word oh god to accomplish god that which you send it forth to accomplish lord and i pray for every heart every mind oh lord god to be empty of trouble god empty of distraction lord god empty of worry concern god all those things god we make room for the lord and for the word of God to seed our hearts and seed our minds and seed our lives, Lord God, and grow us, God, continue to grow us in holy faith, Lord God, to be mature men and mature women of God, oh Lord God, so that we can say with confidence, Lord, that we are more than conquerors through Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I went to the vault, amen. I have I have a few messages, amen, that, that I have ministered over time, amen. And so being that we left town and pastor announced it, uh, kind of landed on me last week. It's like, all right, Lord, I don't know. But, but I found something for us, praise the Lord. Amen. And it's his word anyways, amen. And his word is the one that accomplishes things. It's the one that, that you came to hear. Hallelujah, because my words won't take you nowhere. Praise the Lord. So, amen. The na- the title of my message is, Why Do We Have This Book? Amen. Why do we have this book? Amen. There was a time in the Chronicles of Faith that only priests could handle God's word. They were called to stand between people and God. They would bring God's word to the people their needs and sins to God. Amen. They were the only ones allowed in the holy place. But now you and I are under grace and we have been given priestly authority to handle, to seek, to understand, and to declare God's word. Come on, there's a woman up here preaching. Amen. There was a time that women couldn't handle the word of God. And here we are, women. We have the ability and the privilege and the opportunity, amen, to preach the word of God. 
we have in our possession God's written word to meditate upon it, to nourish our spirit with it, and to revolutionize the world. Amen. We are called to be revolutionaries. Amen. To be radical. Hallelujah, God. I mean, this city is surrounded by dispensaries. Amen. Everywhere you look, everywhere you pull up, you smell weed. <laughs> Amen. There's dispensaries here, but you and I are dispensaries, church, and we got the good stuff. Amen. We are dispensaries of the spirit of God and the word of God. Amen. You have a message in you. Amen. You got a testimony in you. Amen. And we take it out of these walls and we speak it and we declare it. Amen. Because the word of the Lord is in you. Hallelujah. We can handle the word now. We have access to the word. Amen. Whether by phone, whether by, amen, you handle it. You can upload. You can download. Amen. You can podcast the word of God. It's freely given to us in every way you can imagine, church. Back in Old Testament, only the priests handled it. Amen. And it was scrolls. And it was pieces of the word. Amen. It wasn't even pieced together like you and I have it now. Amen. Church, we are priests. We are all priests. Amen. As believers, we get to stand in the gap now between people and God. Amen. I know that men are called to be priests of their home. Amen. That is so that you rule and you manage your own house. Amen. You're not trying to manage somebody else's family, somebody else's wife. Amen. You are the priest of your home. Amen. But we are all priests in the kingdom of God in that we are able to handle the word of the Lord and we are able to stand in the gap and we are able to, to intercede. Amen. We have access to the throne of grace as God's people, as believers of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to open up the message with a declaration of his word. Amen. Isaiah 61, verses 1 and 2. And the word of God reads like this. It says, The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. What's the good news, church? The gospel. Amen. I am anointed by God to bring you the good news tonight, amen, to the poor, amen, not the poor monetarily, amen, the poor in spirit, amen, because the spirit of the Lord, this is, uh, has breathed into the word of God, and so when we bring the good news, amen, it comes into the poverty-stricken places in a life, amen, that one who is poor in spirit, the one who doesn't know Jesus, amen, the one to, that has not placed his faith in the cross, in the blood, blood in Jesus. Amen. They are poor in spirit. Amen. So we are anointed to bring them the good news. Amen. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted. Hallelujah. Is there anybody brokenhearted in the house tonight? Maybe there is. Amen. Well, the gospel is coming for your broken heart tonight. Amen. The anointing of God is coming to that broken heart. Amen. He's coming to that poverty spirit tonight. Amen. He has anointed me to proclaim that the captives will be released and the prisoners will be freed. Isn't that awesome? You and I are anointed to bring the good news, church. I'm not more anointed than you. Well, I might. No, I'm just kidding. We're all anointed of the Lord. We're all anointed of the Lord. And this is Isaiah 61, 1 and 2, telling you what for. Amen. This was um, 
Old Testament. If you go into the New Testament, in uh, the book of Luke, verse uh, chapter 4, verses 18 and 19, Jesus reads this in Nazareth, amen, in the synagogue. He reads it in his hometown, amen? And isn't that powerful? The Word is reading the Word, hallelujah. The Word is bringing the Word in his hometown, amen? And he is re reading this scripture, amen? And not only is he reading it, but he tells the people, this day it is fulfilled, he is fulfilling the word. It wasn't just on a scroll. It was standing in front of them. Amen. And the word was declaring the word. Amen. And he said, this day it is fulfilled. Amen. Because the word, the living word is standing before you. And they missed it. They missed it. Because if you go to Luke um, chapter 4, verses 18 and 19. Well, I'm going to read. Yeah, I'm going to say it's that. Um, it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He reads the same scripture, but if we go down after he reads uh, 18 and 19, we go into 20 and it says, he rolled up the scroll and he handed it back to the attendant and he sat down. All eyes in the synagogue looked at him intently. They began to, and he began to speak to them. And he says, the scripture you just have heard has been fulfilled this very day. Everyone spoke well of him and was amazed by the gracious words that came from his lips. How can this be? They asked, isn't this Joseph's son? Amen. They still saw the carpenter's son. Amen. Then he said, you will undoubtedly quote me this proverb, physician, heal yourself, meaning do miracles here in your hometown like those you did in Capernaum. But I tell you the truth, no prophet is accept, accepted in his own hometown. Certainly, there were many needy widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the heavens were closed for three and a half years and severe famine devastated the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them. He was sent instead to a foreigner, a widow of Zarephath in the land of Sidon. And there were many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elijah, but the only one healed was Naaman in Syrian. Amen. So he's letting them know, yeah, they're God's chosen people, but even when Elijah was there, amen, God did not send miracles. And here they're pulling on him, amen. They're wanting him to do miracles in his hometown. And he says, when they heard this, the people in the synagogue were furious, jumping up, they mobbed him and forced him to the edge of the hill on which the town was built. They intended to push him over the cliff, but he passed right through the crowd and went on his way. Amen. Something about when you preach the word, amen, or when Jesus, the living word, is standing in front of you, amen, it upset them. It confronted them, amen. It called them out. It, it he he didn't tell them what they wanted to hear, amen, because he's truth. He's truth. And here Jesus, the truth, amen, the way, the life is standing before them, and he's declaring this word, amen, to them, just like he is to us tonight, amen, to remind you, to reset you, amen, to, to release you, amen, under that anointing of God. Hallelujah. Let's go to um, the book of Psalms, amen chapter 19 we're going to read some word tonight amen because the question was why do we have this book 
because it's the word of God. Amen. And so we're going to hit the word of God tonight. Amen. You're going to get fed tonight. Amen. Book of Psalms chapter 19. Amen. And I'm going to read, I'm going to read. Amen. Verses 7 to 14, it says, The instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy. You can put your trust there, church. Making the wise, make wise the simple. Amen. I'm a simple person. Amen. And I lean into the wisdom of God. Amen. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear. Amen. When we get foggy and we it's unclear to us, amen, we're not leaning into God's commandments, into his word. Amen. Uh, and he gives insight for living. Come on, church. The commandments of the Lord are clear and they give insight for living. Reverence for the Lord is pure and lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. Amen. Aren't we going to the land of milk and honey, church? Amen. They are a warning to your servant, a great reward for those who obey them. Amen. They are required obedience, church. How can I know all the sins lurking in my heart? Cleanse me from these hidden faults. Keep your servant from deliberate sins. Don't let them control me. Then I will be freed of guilt and is innocent of great sin. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Praise the Lord. Amen. Church, what are the words of your mouth? Amen. Do you declare the word of God? Do you speak the word of God? Do you proclaim his promises? Amen. Or are they your own words? Words of defeat. Amen. Words of frustration. Amen. I know we, we can't be King James all day long. Hallelujah. Amen. We have conversations. We interact. Amen. But when it comes down to a decision when it comes down to setting order in your house when it comes to making a decision for yourself for your walk amen for your life amen what words come out of your mouth amen when you're in the midst of warfare what words come out of your mouth amen do you speak life or do you speak death amen if Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life amen if he is the living word amen then we should be speaking the word of the Lord And upon what does your heart meditate? You know that worrying is meditation. If you're just constantly thinking about the problem, the problem, the problem, amen, the the, the inability, the, the setback, amen, the offense, amen. That's what your heart is meditating on. How much consideration and thought do we give to our words and our heart's meditation. Do you take those pauses that you need to take? Amen. Do you hear what your heart is saying? Right? Because from the heart, the mouth speaks. So the, here's David saying, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to the Lord. When we're speaking our own, <laughs> from our own, amen, place, that is not pleasing to the Lord. It's when we meditate on his word and that word comes forth out of us. It is pleasing to him because to him it's saying, 
you're the center of my heart. Amen. You are where you're placing. I'm, my word is where you're placing your trust and your confidence in. You are not meditating on the problem. You're meditating on me. Amen. As the problem solver, as your truth, as your strength. Amen. And that brings pleasure to the Lord. Meditation means this, to reflect on, contemplate, to plan in mind, and an intention. Amen. We have to be intentional, church. When you and I are ticked off, amen, and we want to give somebody a piece of our mind, aren't we intentional? We know. We got the script already. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to rip them up. I know I, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. And amen. We don't hesitate. Like, what should I say? Let me think about it. Let me write it down so I don't forget. You know, you know, because your flesh just like, let's go. Right? We're intentional. We want to tell that person off. Amen. We want to make our point. Amen. We want to win the fight. Hallelujah. We want to have the last word, church. Because we're meditating on the offense. We're meditating on what they said. Oh, yeah? All right. And tell me we're not meditating because you can fast forward years, amen, and you remember what they said word for word, amen. You remember the tone. You remember what they were wearing, amen. It was sunny outside. And remember you said, amen. Tell me you're not meditating on it. You're intentional because you want to be offended. You, you want to keep score, amen. But the Lord wants us to be intentional like that with his word with his word and the reason he wants you and I to be intentional like that with his word is so that when flesh arises amen when situations arise when circumstances come amen it's the word of God you respond from that place amen we stand on the rock of our salvation amen I have your word hidden in my heart God so that I won't sin against you so you and I are called to be intentional, amen, into eating and feeding ourselves the word of God. Because then that's what you're going to speak, church. That's where you're going to stand, amen. That is what you're going to meditate on, not the problem, not the person, not the offense, not the enemy's lies, amen, but on the word, and then it's your truth, and then it's your way, and then it's your life, church. In many religions and cultures, the meditation is an engrafted practice. Meditation is carved into a portion of their day. They purposely empty their minds and leave themselves open to their surroundings so they can come in, which can be an opportunity for the enemy to deposit his intentions and his plans. Amen, you're just as open space for for you know they're doing it in the name of religion amen yes and they're committed to it and they carve that portion of their day because they they want to meditate on whatever god they serve amen whatever religion they're in amen but you and i when we meditate on the word of god when you and i are intentional like that then we are open to hear the voice of god and the instruction of god and the truth of god and 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 the direction of god amen and and the more we practice that amen the less opportunity satan has to come and seed your mind to come and inflict his narrative amen because you're grounded and you're standing and you're full of the word of god 
and you won't be moved so easily. And you won't be that reactive person, amen, that person that just goes with your flesh right away, amen, because you're grounded now, and the word of God is seeding your heart and seeding your mind, amen. It is building you up. It is it is growing you up, amen, in holy faith, amen. We talked about being priesthood. Priests hung out in the holy place. That's where the priests were. However, God's intent on meditation involves these things, church. Amen. Uh, understanding, reflecting, and thinking upon his word over and over. And detaching ourselves from the world and attaching to the living God through Christ. That we might through faith and surrendering be transformed and experience the sufficiency of the Savior. Amen. If you have deficiencies in your walk with God, meditate on the word. Amen. And the sufficiency, the promise, the truth. Amen. It's a lamp. It's a compass to your life, to my life. It's a sword in your hand, church. Amen. That's what slays the enemy. You and I don't have the power to slay our enemies. Praise the Lord. But the more we meditate on the word of the Lord, amen, the, the, the more that we are intentional, amen, the more we begin to understand, amen, and, and the more that we can detach ourselves from this world. We are not of this world. We know that the, the world is in chaos and uncertainty and confusion. Amen. And, and even, even just the Bible tells us not to get entangled in civilian affairs. We're soldiers for the kingdom. We're not civilians. Amen. We are not of this world. And so the more that we make this a practice and intention in our lives, then, then we have sufficiency. We come out of deficiency and we have sufficiency of the Savior in our lives. As God's people, he's telling us to meditate. We should internalize and personalize scripture. Put your name there. Put your name there. Keep it inside. Jesus on the inside. Jesus on the inside. Amen. The outer man passes away. The outer man, amen, is, is subject to, to life and, and, and to passing away. Amen. Growing old. Amen. But the inner man is renewed every day. He's being renewed. Praise the Lord. So when we internalize and personalize scripture, uh, truth can mold how we think. Truth can mold our attitudes, our actions, and how we live. As you and I reflect on his word, truth holds us up rather than lies tearing us down. God begins to renew and mold us, and we begin to take shape. We begin to display to the world that they can, uh, that sinners can be drawn, amen, to the gospel, to God for hope and for freedom. So, again, priesthood. They stood between people and God. Amen. So the more we build ourselves up in the word of God, the more we are intentional, the more we internalize and personalize scripture to our lives. Amen. Then now we become a reflection. Amen. To the sinner out there. And they, are, they find hope and they find freedom. It is written, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Well, who? They shall know Jesus. 
They shall know Jesus and they shall be set free. Amen. God's written word held promise, hope, and instruction for men and women of faith before us. It was treasured. It was memorized. Amen. Like I said, they didn't have the gospel. They didn't have Bibles like we do, church. Why do you think Paul was constantly writing letters to the churches? They meant to encourage them, to encourage them, because in between the reading of the word and the word coming to them, amen, he knew if I don't encourage them, if I don't write them letters, amen, they'll shrink back. They'll go back to their ways, amen. They'll go back to their carnal ways. They'll go back to uh, where the Lord found them, amen, to, to religion, to perversion, Amen. And so Paul was wise enough to know that in between the word to encourage God's people. Amen. So they treasured it, they memorized it, and they obeyed it. It was their truth, their moral compass. It was their authority and government over their lives. Amen. Yes, Old Testament was law, and God didn't come to do away with the law. He came to fulfill it, church. He came to fulfill it. Amen. Uh, we read Isaiah and it says, I came to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Well, what is the acceptable year of the Lord? We are in the acceptable year of the Lord. And that means that God is still accepting people. Amen. He has not judged the world yet. Amen. So you and I are living out the acceptable year of the Lord. We are still under grace and God is still not willing that any should perish. Amen. Uh, heaven is still open. Amen. He's still writing down names. He has not come to judge the world yet, but a day is coming church. A day is coming. Amen. Just like when Noah built the ark and he warned the people and he, and he warned the people. Amen. And nobody got on that boat. Nobody got on that ark. Amen. I think it was a hundred years. 125 good thing the pastor's in the house praise the lord amen see he knows his word amen um and and yet nobody got on board come on church you and i have written accounts to reflect upon and be instructed and inspired from to this day amen we read of of our brothers and sisters amen and all that they encountered all that they endured amen to bring to keep the gospel going to keep the good news going amen and to give us opportunity here in this place in las vegas in this church on the corner in the corner amen to bring the good news still amen we read their stories church they didn't die in vain they didn't die in vain, amen, but tons are still being passed from generation to generation, amen, and the gospel is still being preached, amen, but there will come a day, amen, that God's going to shut the door, and people think, amen, they're going to knock on the door, and the church won't be here. If we can't serve God with the freedom of assembling, if we can't serve God with the word of God abundantly available to us, amen, what makes you think it's going to be easy with the spirit of God gone, amen, the church gone? Come on. They survived because they had the word memorized, internalized, personalized, amen. They hid the word of God in their heart. The word describes the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, men of great faith. It reveals how the young man asked uh, uh, 
how the young man asked with the heart of a warrior. Who's that? David, amen? He asked, is there not a cause? And later that same man, in spite of his moral failure, still pursued the heart of God uh, and wrote about the beauty of pouring out one's heart in repentance. He wrote about humility, about praise and worship, and how it pleased the Lord, declaring David a man after God's own heart. The word reveals great men and women of courage who considered the cause of the kingdom greater than their own lives and made declarations that to live is Christ and to die is gain. What do we declare today, church? These were bold believers. They were all in. For them to live was Christ and to die was Cain. Amen. And you and I, amen, the church today, if the weather's not good, I'm not going. Amen. If my toe hurts, I'm not going. Amen. I had a bad hair day. Praise the Lord. Man, I'm hungry. I'm staying home. And these people were to live is Christ and to die is gain. Amen. Come on, church. We need that kind of radical faith in our spirit. Amen. And the only way that you can make a statement like that is that you're full of the word and you believe it as your truth. That's why they could say that. It was Jesus or nothing. Amen. It was the gospel. It was their government. It was, it was their law. Amen. It was their moral compass. It was their everything church. And that's why they could say that. These men of old did not only know the word of God, but they knew the God of the word. Uh, John 1, 1. Where's, where's, Hermano, hermano Jaden, the book of John, chapter 1, 1. That's why we got this book, so we could open it up, and we could read it, and we could stand on it, and we could declare it, and we could know the will of God. Amen. 1, 1 says this. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God, and the word was God. Amen. Go down to verse 14, because I believe you're following me. It says, so the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Amen. They had Jesus walking with them amen we are believers in jesus amen and so the word is still wrapped in flesh church as long as we live according to the word as long as we're full of the word amen uh god almighty wrapped himself in flesh and took on the form of a man to walk amongst us to relate to us and to give us the right to be called the children of god through him the disciples witnessed the living word. They interacted with the living word. They touched the living word. Church, the word can still become flesh and walk amongst us through you and I. If you and I are willing to fill our hearts with it and let it come out of our mouths, it comes to life. It pleases God. We can activate or disactivate the power of God's word. You can sit on it. You can turn it into a coaster, amen. You can be religious and just put it on display in your house, amen. It's a sword. Swords aren't dull. 
They're not supposed to be. They're supposed to be able to slay. Amen? If you don't open your word, if you don't know the word, amen, how are you sharp? You're a butter knife. You're not a sword, amen, in the hand of God. You're a butter knife. You're buttering bread. You're not slaying giants, church. Come on, I don't want to be a bread butterer. <laughs> I can't even say that. I want to be a warrior, amen. I want to get skilled with that sword, hallelujah. I like bread and I like butter, amen, but that's not going to defend me. <laughs> what? Depends on the bread. <laughs> He's the bread of life. Amen. I got the hookup too. I got bread. Amen. Uh, uh, let me see. Where are we? Does our mouth speak truth or lies? Ooh, I'm just going to let that hang there for a minute. We shouldn't be lying, church. You lying, you dying. Amen. If you lie, then who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? He's the father of lies, right? So don't don't be don't be lying, church. Jesus is in your life. We should speak truth. And truth in love. Hallelujah. Do you speak faith or doubt? I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't think so. That's too hard for God. Oh God, we speak faith or doubt, church. Do you speak death or life? Amen. Do you build one another up or do you tear each other down? That's death or life. Victory or defeat? Um, I don't see it happening. I, you know what? It's just too hard. You know, whatever. Amen. Are you, are you walking around defeated? Or are you, are you, you're not trying to go find the victory. We are in victory, church. We are victorious people. He said it's finished, amen? We're just trying to get to where he is. He's done it. It's not that we have to do it, amen? We just have to believe that he already did, church. Read the word. It is finished, amen? There's nothing that you and I can add or take, amen? We're not supposed to add or take from the word of God. Amen, amen. He liked that part right there. Woe to those who add or take from the word of God. Amen. It's in the book of Revelation. It is finished. Amen. It is written. Hallelujah. God didn't, you know, stop putting commas where God put a period church. We, we, it's not, it's not in our hands. We just got to believe that it's done and we're going where he is. Amen. That we want to get to where he is. That's the word of God. That's what we're putting our faith in. Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for me. I believe that you shed your blood and you atoned for my sins. That's where I put my faith. I don't put it in man. I don't put it in a bank account. I don't put it in this world. Amen. I put it in the word of God. Amen. Because that's what he tells me. And that's what I believe, church. Don't be gullible. Don't be foolish. Amen. Don't be lazy. Amen. Don't, don't shrink back. Amen. Into a, a, a carnal mentality. Amen. You are sons and daughters of God. You are priesthood church. You have authority. Amen. You have access. Amen. You have permission before we were in the outer court church. And now you can go into the Holy of Holies. Now you can approach God. Now you can pull on heaven church. Come on. 
That's got to stir your heart, amen. That's got to put a shout in your spirit, amen. I'm more than a conqueror. You know what, devil? Oh, you push me, though. That just made me mad. Slap him, kick him, bite him, throw him down, amen. And, and, and the ways that we do that is we take God at his word, amen. We apply the word of God to our lives, amen. We stand on the word of God. Let God be true. Let God be true and every man a liar, hallelujah. God is your truth. Uphold the truth of God. Live out the truth of God, amen. Be a man, be a woman of conviction, church. Not double-minded, not half-hearted, amen. All in. God, I trust you. I believe what you say is true. God doesn't stutter, church. He says what he means, and he means what he says. Praise the Lord. The devil and his forces work very hard and are very committed into keeping us distracted, ignorant, and detached from God's word. He wants to keep us in the realm of flesh and the natural rather than in the spirit and in the supernatural because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Amen. Romans 10, 14 through 17. Let me see. Let's see what it says. I have my husband's Bible tonight. Didn't even ask, just took it. I have his sword. Amen. So Romans 10. I know, it's taking time. That's okay. I don't want you to choke on the word. I want you to chew on the word. Anthony. <laughs> chew anthony chew amen okay verse 14 through 17 praise the lord Oy, i can't see okay but how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him and how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him and how can they hear about him unless someone tells them and how will anyone no, how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why scripture says, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. But now everyone welcomes the good news. Not everyone welcomes the good news. For Isaiah the prophet said, Lord, who has believed our message? So faith comes from hearing. That is hearing the good news about Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. How beautiful are the feet. Hallelujah. Of those who bring good news, church. I came to show you my feet because they're beautiful. And you know why they're beautiful? Because I'm bringing the good news. Hallelujah. I'm not giving my own report. Amen. I'm reporting through the word of God. Amen. Even Jesus said it is written. It is written. Amen. He confronted his enemy through the word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Jesus understood that it can conquer the flesh and its demands and its weaknesses. He needed to have the word so the will of the spirit could override the weakness of the flesh. Because it's powerful, church. If, if your flesh is kicking your butt, amen? If your flesh is getting some on you, amen, 
go to the word, conquer the flesh and its demands and its weaknesses. That's how you overcome your flesh, church. He needed to have the word, so the will of the spirit. Oh, my, I read that already. You and I, church, have the word in our hands. It's right there. Either you hold it or you press on it. Amen. You have access to the word. Everywhere that you look, you can access the word of God. Amen. But yet we walk around powerless and defeated. God is calling us to meditate on it, chew on it, digest it. You and I have been, been entrusted with the God-breathed words of life, deposited into your hearts daily. You and I will either affect or infect with what's in our hearts, church, and what comes out of your mouth. You're either going to affect or you're going to infect Ecclesiastics 5, 6 says, Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin, nor say before the messenger of God, it was an error. Why should God be angry at your excuse and destroy the work of your hands? Our mouth speaks from the heart, and we will be held accountable for every word. Matthew 12, 36 and 37, it says, But I tell you that men will have to give account on the day of judgment for every careless word, they have spoken for by your words you will be acquitted and by your words you will be condemned it's either you're acquitted or you're condemned church that's why it's crucial that we make the word of god our intention our purpose our deep and consuming thoughts that fill our hearts so we won not sin against him amen blessed psalms 119 i believe says this blessed are the those whose lives have integrity are you a man and a woman of integrity that's a rare man and that's a rare woman this these days amen there's not too many people who walk in integrity anymore those who follow the teachings of the lord two blessed are those who obey his written instructions they wholeheartedly search for him. You want blessings? Obey the instructions of the Lord with your whole heart. Amen. Not when it's convenient. Not, not last minute. Well, I guess I'll turn to God now. Amen. Follow him. Obey the word of the Lord. Obey what he tells your heart to do. Amen. Doesn't matter what anybody else is doing or not doing. Amen. You do it. You stand on the word of God. You be that man. You be that woman of integrity. Amen. Secondly, or thirdly, I don't know where I'm at. Amen. Um, so we don't infect, wound, or crush God's people. Amen. We've got to have the word of God. We don't want to go around uh, wounding people from our own uh, opinion, our own perspective. Amen. Sister Bloom has always told us to check our heart don't speak from an unclean heart amen check your heart amen because your heart can be tainted and and you don't even realize and the next thing you know man you're just throwing mud at everybody because you got a muddy heart and and now you're just putting and inflicting people with your own stuff keep your heart straight with the lord keep the word of the lord on the throne of your heart because his word is the one that accomplishes things church psalms 19 and 14 it says may the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing to you, O God, my rock and defender. It was worth the second one. Amen. I had already read that to us, but he's your rock 
and he's your defender. Let that, let that land on you. Let that land on you. Amen. He's your solid place, and he's your defender. So we don't have to flesh out, church. He'll defend you. He'll vindicate you. He'll promote you. He'll bless you. He never loses sight of you, church. He's never unaware of what you're going through. He's never unaware of what's been coming at you, amen? He's your rock. He's your solid place, amen? He's not wishy-washy. God is solid. God is solid. You always have a solid place to stand, church, and he will defend you, amen? He has the enemies. His enemies are your enemies. Did you know that? It's not, it's not people. <laughs> God's enemies are our enemies. We don't wrestle flesh and blood. It's God's enemies that come at us. It's God's enemies that lie to us. It's God's enemies that accuse us. Amen. It's God's enemies that try to change the narrative in your head so that you doubt God. Amen. That you don't believe his word, that you don't stand on him as your truth, as your solid place. Those are your enemies, church. And because those are our enemies, he defends us because he knows our enemies better than we do. If we didn't, we wouldn't be caught up in the flesh. We would stay out of the arenas of flesh. Amen. But there we are. There we are. Amen. I should have kept that little boxing ring that I had out there. Amen. Know who you fight. Know your enemy. Amen. It's He's not wrapped in flesh and he's not wrapped in blood. Amen. And he's God's enemy before he's your enemy. And he will defend you. Praise the Lord. Uh, there are many times, church, that you and I do a lot of talking. Got talkers in the house, right? Back in our chola days. Ooh. Right? We knew how to throw daggers. Amen. We talked a lot of smack. Amen. And, and how many of you know it profited nothing? You got punched in the face. Amen. <laughs> It, you were dragged to the ground, amen. You might have got some hits in, but really, it didn't profit you anything. In other words, talk is cheap, church. We need the Holy Spirit to place a filter between our hearts and our mouths. Talk is cheap, church. God's word, priceless. Keep that filter, amen, so that we please God. Don't please your flesh. Don't please people. Don't please the enemy. Because when you go there and you flesh out with your words, you please the enemy. He gets off on it. He thrives on it. Please God. You and I are here to please God. We can't please people. We try all the time. We, we, we can make people comfortable. We can, but, but we can't please them. Amen? It's not our job. We're here to please God. The spoken and the written word are equally important in their form to preserve and uphold God's truth upon the earth so that evil may be eradicated, eliminated, and utterly destroyed in our minds, in our mouths, in our intentions, amen, and impulses. We are priesthood, church. I say that to you again. If, if, amen, we are... Uh, in our place, amen, priests held, hung out in the holy place. They weren't in the outer court. 
Amen. They were attending God's people. Let, let me let me let me read to you what priests do. Amen. Priests are expected to be caring, compassionate, and understanding. They are looked up to as good role models and are often asked for well, this is, I think, a Catholic priest, amen, for their opinion and their advice. They are approachable and friendly. Some, someone, someone people will not be afraid to go to, but most importantly, they spread God's word to people, amen? So, no, it applies to us, amen? If we're, if we're all priests, right, because that's what the Bible said, all believers are considered priesthood. Amen. Then we're supposed to be caring. We're supposed to be compassionate. We're supposed to have understanding towards people. Amen. We're supposed to be a good role model. People can come to us for advice. Amen. For opinion. Amen. Well, be careful there. Give them the word. Give them the word. Amen. Stay in the word and you won't go wrong. Amen. They are approachable and friendly. People shouldn't be afraid to approach us. Man, don't talk to that sister. Well, if, if people feel about you that way then maybe you're in the outer court maybe you're out there you're not in the holy place with the lord amen but most of all we're supposed to spread god's word to people right we are living epistles church you are the bible that people read sometimes amen a lot of times if god's word was only written it would not be enough jesus not only pointed out that it is written but he declared and spoke what was written, and it shut the enemy down. Lastly, church, we can speak God's word. We bear witness when we confess God's word by faith. We set it into motion, right? We learned that too. Deborah's warriors, yes, amen. What you speak is what you set into motion. Haven't you ever said something and like, oh, man, if I could just shove those words back in my mouth. It's gone. It's gone, and it's already doing things, amen? So if we speak the word of God, amen, the promises of God, the truth of God's word, amen, that's what we set into motion. And you know what? The prince of the air, you've been given notice, amen, because I'm declaring the word of the Lord. It is powerful. It is truth, amen. It, it, it is my truth, amen, and I have promise, amen. I, I believe God's word, amen. Be a man of of. Uh, your word church be a man and a woman dedicated to the word of the lord tonight amen um when we declare and then we announce we announce it and we make it clear to who when you speak god's worth who do you make it clear to maybe yourself amen you need to hear the word spoken but you also make it clear to the enemies of god I stand on God's word. I stand on God's word. That's where I stand. Amen. God's word then, that's when we stand in it. Amen. That's when we stand in it, church, when we speak it, when we declare it. Amen. Because we believe it. And finally, when we preach God's word, we draw people to places of decision, places of freedom, and places of healing. Praise the Lord. I'm not a preacher, but I'm a declarer of God's word. I'm a declarer of God's word. And I'm a priest. Hallelujah. You're a declarer of God's word. Which is better because we don't need a pulpit church. 
The world is your pulpit. Declare the word of the Lord. Amen. You, you have family that isn't, uh, you, you know what? They call you, right? Your unsaved family. Can you pray for this? Can you pray? Why? Because they know that the word of God is in you. They know that you go to God. They know that you trust in God. Amen. And and little by little, even my own son, when, when he would say, because he doesn't really say it as much like he used to, that he's an atheist. I used to I used to feel like, you know, don't 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 push on that because you'll close the door. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna upset my son, but you know what? I was upsetting God. I'm here to please God. And so I seed my son now. And I know and I trust that he's not gonna close that door. There was a time that he did. There was a time that he did close that door. And there was nothing. Amen. So me holding back didn't didn't work anyways. Amen. So I'm gonna give him the word now. Because that's what accomplishes. That's what heals the brokenhearted. Amen. That's what sets the captives free. That's what opens blind eyes. Amen. That's what opens deaf ears, church. That's what makes a way where you don't see one. Amen. I, he's the way maker, right? But if we stay quiet, if we just stay conflicted, if we just stay in, in, in mess, if we just stay in offense, amen, and that's all we talk about, that's all we think about is the problem and not the answer. Uh, the the offense and not you know I've been forgiven so I'm gonna forgive amen the Bible tells me to do that amen but if I don't read the word well I'm not accountable to that well then stay there and you're not going to be a person of power you're not going to be a person full of promise and hope amen you're not going to grow you're not going to mature amen you're not going to have much of a relationship with Jesus. And Jesus is the living word, church. I'm preaching to the choir. I got solid men, solid women of God here. But you know what? I think I know I learned something putting this message together. And I was reminded of a lot of things, too. And I was stirred in things that maybe needed some fanning in my own spirit. That's why I say to you, I was with Jesus all day long. And I needed to do that, too. Praise the Lord. It's good to be with God's people. It's good to have a place to assemble. It's good to hear the